0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. Lord, bless you this great day, great and glorious day. God is so good. Remember singing that old chorus growing up? God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. He's so good. To me, you got it? And then it goes on, God answers prayer. Yes, God answers prayer. God is good. Our Heavenly Father, we love you. We praise your name. And Lord, we ask that you'd be with us today. You'd be with me as I share. Lord, thank you for the opportunity I have to share. And Lord, thank you for the listeners that take time to listen. I pray you would bless their lives. You would open up doors for them. And Lord, I pray they would see you very, very clearly. Thank you Lord in Jesus name. Amen. Well, we're moving a little bit past the birth of Christ and now Jesus is of course growing up and things are happening and you know they, you know he got the the, the he got baptized by by John the Baptist and uh it was uh, it was interesting because Jesus wanted to be baptized too. He wanted to be an example, even though he was Jesus. And but then we get we're going to go to the fourth chapter and we're going to talk about the temptation of Jesus because people said, "Well, Jesus was God; he wasn't tempted." Well, hold it here. Yes, he was tempted. Let's listen and and purposely tempted by the enemy. So we're going to read the fourth chapter of Luke. And you can see, and uh, we'll talk about this for a few minutes. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the desert. He returned to the Jordan where he had been baptized, remember? And he was filled, you know, and he is full of the Holy Spirit of God. And he returned from the desert where for 40 days, listen to this, not for an hour, not for a day, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. Forty days. Can you imagine going through 40 straight days of temptation? I don't like going through an hour of temptation. I don't think any of us like dealing with temptation. We have a choice in temptation to say yes or no, but he went through 40 days of it. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them, he was hungry. (laughs) Folks, I'm hungry after a half a day. 40 days without food, Can you imagine how hungry you would be? So I'm sure you'd use the term he was kind of starving, not in literal sense, but kind of. And the devil said to him, if you are the son of God, tell the stone to become bread. In other words, you can eat. Eat whatever you want. You could turn this stone to bread. You can have a feast. You could put. You could have butter. You could do it I don't know what their butter situation was back then, but maybe they made butter from like we do today. I don't know, but I know one thing: he could have. He could have ate. He could have had his fill. But no, and Jesus answered: "It is written, man does not live on bread alone. Man does not live on bread alone. We don't live on the sustenance of life." that we have every day, three meals a day, and this and that. And I think of these, these third-world countries, and I think of one loaf of bread would last a week or more with some of these countries. Some of these people are so amazingly poor, even a handful of rice is a feast for them. We do not get it here in America. We don't, do not get it. Our poorest are rich, Ours that are on the streets in Boise, Idaho, can go to the rescue mission and eat meals every day. No one has to go without food. And these the food that they eat, even at the rescue mission, is like would be like a feast in a third world country. So many kids starving. I forgot what the statistic was, but so many starving every single day. And Jesus answered, it is written, man does not live on bread alone. The devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant, all the kingdoms of the world, look down. See all the kingdoms of the world, look at these. This, he said, and he said, I will give you the authority and the splendor, for it has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want to. So if you worship me, it will be yours, Jesus. Worship me, it will all be yours. Well, Jesus answered, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. People of God, listen to that verse. Jesus answered the enemy with Scripture. But listen to what he says. He says, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Circle the word only, O-N-L-Y, only. How many people in this world worship everything but Jesus? How many people in this world want to worship Jesus, but yet they want their own way, their own will, their own material things? They want to live the life of luxury. And we end up worshiping those things that we shouldn't be worshiping. We end up putting things in front of God. Yes, we do. We put things in front of Almighty God. We put the money we get, we put our, our income in front of God. We put our time in front of God. We put our energies in front of God. He said, worship him only. The devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. That would be a little scary. I'm, a, I'm not a height guy. In fact, I got a little acrophobia, and I don't like uh, getting near the edge or something. But Jesus standing on the table, he said, if you are the son of God, he said, Throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. He's trying to get him to jump off the temple and detest, to to test Lord what God had said in his word. Jesus answered, it says, Do not put the Lord your God to the test again. He's quoting scripture. When the de- devil had finished all this tempting, he left him until an opportune time. People of God, that's something I want you to think about today. The devil left him until an opportune time. Sometimes the devil leaves us until an opportune time a time that he knows you're weak, a time that he knows that you can give in. Maybe it's for men and women, maybe being around the other, the other sex. Maybe it's uh, the temptation of putting somebody there because you know you'd be tempted. There is a lot of adultery these days because people fall victim to the temptation that is out there. Because the devil takes an opportune time. There's opportune times to cheat people. There's opportune times to cheat the government when you're supposed to pay your taxes. There's opportune time to ignore the things of God, to run from the things of God, to run from the house of God, to run from the Bible, to run from prayer. Oh, there's opportune time. The devil steps in when he knows you're weak. Well, Pastor, I'm struggling. I just can't come right now because I'm struggling. That's when you need to come. That's when you need to come to the throne of grace. That's when you need to come to to God and say, Lord, I need you. Every hour, I need you. But I I feel like a hypocrite. Well, folks, the church is filled with hypocrites. Every church, people that come and they they say they live for Jesus, and they're not. Every church. There's There's not a perfect church in the world today. So we all need him. We all, none of us are so good. We walk into the church and we're the perfect saint. That isn't us. Oh, we know people in our church that are so deeply godly. We know them and they're, you know, they are godly people, but they deal with same issues as you and I deal with. They deal with attitudes. Everybody that joke around my church for the last 30 years is is uh, with me and, and flaggers because so many times in my life I've run into flaggers that have, that have just irritated me and caused me anger and sometimes when i don't, don't do anything when i don't do anything they give me this uh oh i forget it i don't even want to get into it i get so frustrated sometimes and so now that's a joke i've run into a flagger lately but i guess the enemy knows where i where to get me going at you know i remember while not while back but a few years ago going through napa and i went down and and it says to stop down thing. so i stopped and then i proceed when I was supposed to proceed, and this young girl, I bet she's in her 20s, she's yelling at me, profanity, profanity, is as if I did something wrong. I was so angry, I wanted to go back and, and shake her, but I didn't, I thought that'd cause more of a ruckus, but I just, sometimes we get things that bother us, and the enemy knows where to hit us. He knows that I'm not the most patient man in the world, and so, of course, where does the enemy attack? probably in my patience, probably in uh, things that I need to get over. And so we got to recognize those things. But that's what I'm saying, what the enemy said. He left Satan, said he left Jesus until another opportune time. The enemy is looking for an opportune time to get in your life, to destroy your marriage, to destroy your job, to destroy your relationship with your family. He's looking for those opportune times. Don't let him. Stay strong in the Word of God. Stay strong in the power of God. Stay strong in prayer. Stay faithful to your church. Go to a good Bible-believing church somewhere. Serve God. Don't go there and judge your church. You go there and worship God in your church with godly people who will lift you up. And yes, they're all sinners like you. We're all sinners. We all need each other. We all need to pray for each other. I'm so glad God has forgiven us. I'm so glad for the cross. I'm glad that he's forgiven us of his sins, and he walks with us every day. And when we stumble, he reaches his arm down and hand down, and he picks us up, and we get going again. My dad taught me that over and over. Son, when you get down, get up again. Get going. Keep going. Get up again. You get discouraged. Get going. Get going. You know, that's the problem with some people. They get discouraged. They get depressed. They don't get going. They live in that depression and that Jesus, pull me out, pull me up, help me, walk with me, because we're all going to go through temptation. But I can tell you this. The Bible says, you know, we're all going to go through tribulation, but be of good cheer. He says, for I have overcome the world. He loves you. He has a plan for you. Serve him with all you have. Hope you have a great day.